Welcome to Podback, where we yak about pop culture. Today, we're yakking about the movie Harry and the Hendersons. I'm your host, TJ, and we asked the ever-present Wheel to tell us what to watch as a film. And the Wheel chose Harry and the Hendersons, which is I thought was going to be very sitcom-y. So I was like, what's this going to be about? Hands-on hips? You know, because sitcoms. I like sitcoms. I just expected this to be more of a sitcom. It was a little sitcom-y. But it wasn't shot like a sitcom, so it definitely felt different. Kind of like um, the way Modern Family is shot to look more like a reality show than a sitcom. This was shot to be more like a movie than a sitcom. I don't know what the terms are. I have a buddy who's really into movies. Buddy, if, you, if you're listening to this, let me know what cameras or shots they use to make things look sitcom-y and make things look theatrical. So John Lithgow and his family of teenage girl, violent boy, and wife go home from their camping trip in the Washington wilderness. It looks really nice too. When they go back to to the Washington wilderness at the end, I was like, damn, that actually looks pretty pleasant. But um, they accidentally hit a Bigfoot on the way home. The young boy, eager to see violence, sends his dad out with a gun to go and fucking either shoot it or figure out what's going on. You see the Bigfoot get hit by this car. And also, it's not just a car. It is a wood-paneled station wagon, which I firmly remember from my childhood as a thing that we rode in to go to, like, amusement parks. So I immediately had an attachment to this car. Oh, don't ruin Uncle's station wagon. But the kind of ruining the station wagon jokes were actually hilarious. The Bigfoot, whenever he gets in the car, he, like, lifts his head. And the roof of the car, like, expands with his head. It's a funny, it's a funny gag that they did, like, every time. And even when you expected it to not happen again because they were like, eh, they did the gag already. They did it again and that's what made it funny. This movie is actually pretty funny. I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was because, you know, it's a Bigfoot, right? It's a movie about a Bigfoot. I assumed it was going to be more of what was happening with the French guy and his friend who were like, we got to capture the Bigfoot. I felt like it was going to be more of that. But the French guy who was trying to capture the Bigfoot was very sparsely used. Which is good. I'm not really a big fan of those types of... I don't know how to explain it, but they're usually a crime undercurrent to a family-friendly film to make it more interesting, to kind of give the kids somebody to boo. When you don't really need it. I mean, the story of Harry and the Hendersons was enough. I thought that the French guy was kind of tacked on there. You remember the Flintstone live-action movie with John Goodman? You remember that that movie also had, like, a diamond heist in the the background of it. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. We don't need this diamond heist scenario. And it always brings me back to the Flintstones movie. So I want to call it, like, the Flintstones diamond heist part of this movie was not a part of the movie that I enjoyed. But I enjoyed every part with Harry in it. Harry looked fucking awesome this bigfoot costume is spectacular the expressions in the face and what he's able to do and just fun moments of like harry poking poking his head up from somewhere and stand looking at you from a from a small height like when he was in the basement and you could see him in the basement door he just pokes his head up was just so funny little moments with harry like that are fucking great and also harry at the very beginning of the movie when he's trashing the kitchen is genuinely terrifying I was wondering, what the fuck is he going to do next? I'm so scared. It became an 80s horror movie very quickly and ended fairly quickly as well. It became a comedy again once Bigfoot started destroying the house uh, in a funny way. When he was destroying the house in like a mean way where he's roaring and being mean, I was like, oh, I'm scared. But then I was like, oh, Bigfoot's a cool dude. He's cool. Look at that face. When he's like sitting on things and breaking them with his heavy body. Excellent. Fantastic. Also, this Bigfoot looked great throughout the movie. He didn't look terrible at any point. There wasn't a point where you can tell, where you can go, 
ah, that's a man in a costume. I think there is a part of that movie, after looking up the trivia about this movie, there is a man in a costume moment, but it's so fast, it's a blink and you miss it scene, and that's good, because I don't want my, I didn't want my innocence destroyed and the magic to be ruined for Harry. He looked too good. And this is whenever I see, like, characters that are in costumes, I'm like, why don't they just do that anymore? And then I remember that Hollywood doesn't like that people are in unions. A lot of costume makers and makeup artists are in unions. And Hollywood's just like, we can get a cheap, you know, FX artist out of college to do it for us. And that's how you get the ugly eye on Doctor Strange and how you get She-Hulk instead of just putting somebody in makeup. Also, the makeup is a long process. And I can see some actors going, I don't want to sit for seven hours to be Hellboy. But then you have awesome people who will sit for seven hours to be Hellboy and then go to a children's hospital. That's something that really happened. And it was very sweet. And I stand by, I know this is a little bit of a detour, but I stand by the fact that the only reason that Iron Man has an iron glove is so that Robert Downey Jr. can go to children's hospitals and whiff the glove on and say, see, I'm Iron Man. But anyway, back to the film. Get out of tangent world for a second. They're trying to get Harry back into the cars to drive him back into the wilderness. Harry's like, you don't want me here? Fine, I'll just leave. And so Harry wanders around town and then Bigfoot mania happens where everybody's like, I gotta catch me a Bigfoot. It's really funny that John Lithgow works for like this town's Bass Pro Shops. They tried to get Harry into the car with hamburgers and and french fries, which I would have enjoyed, but Harry isn't a vegetarian. I would have still, as a vegetarian, went for those french fries. Potatoes are the best vegetable on planet Earth. I will stand potatoes until the day I die. Mash them, boil them. Stick him in a stew. So once Harry gets loose, his dad, uh, John Lithgow's dad, is like, hey, I want you to make me some art of the Bigfoot to get people into my shop, put it in the window. And this is when, like, John Lithgow starts to put on his acting shoes. Like, I mean, he's already doing a fucking fantastic job acting besides a Bigfoot and going, yes, this is real. But, I mean, that's not hard. He looks very real. And he's also standing right in front of him. He's not, like, looking at a tennis ball on top of Andy Serkis's head going... Yes, this is a real creature. Like, I'm sure he had to do in the Planet of the Apes movies. He's actually, like, standing next to this creature. So acting with the creature is not hard. But it's when he gets upset. It's when he, like, digs deep and gets mad about the people treating the Bigfoot like a monster instead of a friend. I really like that. I thought it was cute. And Jean Lithgow has acting chops. You don't believe me? Check out one of the earlier seasons of Dexter. He is terrifying. Also, fantastic in Planet of the Apes. But he gets upset that his dad wants an angry picture of Bigfoot and, like, changes his picture into an angry Bigfoot. And he's like, what the fuck, dad? Honestly, as an artist, I would get pissed, too, if you fucking, like, defaced my art like that. You wanted one thing. I gave you that thing. Commission a new artist to make the new thing. Don't just deface my art, you piece of shit. But he he got really upset about it, too. He's upset for, like, 30% of this movie about the Bigfoot. And how people treat it. When they found him, they were like, look, we got to take you back into the wilderness because you don't belong here with people. Because the people just wanted to shoot him. There was a big, crazy chase scene. It was very fun. Um, There was more of that French guy. And I was like, I can honestly do without him. I did like the Bigfoot enthusiast at the end. One of the best parts in the movie was when the Bigfoot enthusiast looks at Bigfoot's feet and goes fucking bananas. It's just one of those moments as a person that lives in 2020s to see a man look at feet and then go, yeah. 
what else um when he when it's finally time to make the bigfoot leave this is like the trope namer of like the go on get out of here trope and it was nice to see it in its original form it did give me the appropriate emotions we see that bigfoot is not the only one he's not the only bigfoot there's a ton of them and they just blend into the trees really well and it's like that's how they fucking do it and also why you don't find a bigfoot body when they die they bury their dead awesome fucking loved it this movie was cute af and I definitely suggest it if you wanna, if you're thinking, what should I watch with my children as a grand? If you're a grandma and you're looking for a movie to entertain your grandkids and you wanna watch a movie with them, definitely skip on the Minions movie and watch Harry and the Hendersons with them instead. It's a fantastic movie. They're gonna be scared for parts so you can hold their little hands, um, but it definitely gets at the heartstrings really good. It surprised the hell out of me as a film, to be totally honest with you. Like I said, I thought it was gonna be very sitcom y. I didn't think that I would have my heartstrings being tugged at all. And I didn't think that I'd care about Harry, and I do. And it kind of makes me think, like, man, I'm sure that that sitcom now isn't that bad, now that I think about it. I've never seen the sitcom. I've always seen commercials for it, and I was like, sitcoms. And then, you know, there's a laugh track. I didn't expect this, and it was a pleasant surprise. Thanks so much for listening.